Mic check, mic check, mic check, mic check, check, mic. You need something from my side? Yeah, I need it from your side too. Mikey, check, check. See if we on and popping <coughs> and we sound is good. We good to go. My God. Fucking great. That's great. Alright, we're going. What is going on? It's your boy James King, aka Dougie, back again with episode 16. Season two, or maybe part two to season one. We'll figure it out. But we're back again finally after a month. I've been doing some things, updating some things. Firstly, before we get into it today, I just gotta let you guys know the website is almost done. Some things I gotta work out, some kinks. You guys don't necessarily need it right away anyway. You're gonna be listening to the podcast on iTunes and shit like that. But once I get that up and going, look for like a blog post or something to drop that. And then I've been experimenting with some things, uh, working out. You know, I did I did tell you guys I was gonna do a podcast, uh, maybe like a little bonus podcast to try out some video. And I did get some really good clips, but I was just entirely, entirely too stoned. And the thing was, is I smoked way too much before. And the topic that we were talking about was a bit more serious, so I didn't want to ramble it, ramble too much. So I'll double back, and we'll talk about that eventually. But for now, I have my boy, my very first guest, my boy Travis. Welcome to the show. Dougie, Dougie, thank you, Talk brother. about yourself a little bit. Brother. Thank you for having me on, bro. I appreciate it. It's like a dream come true. Um, dope shit you got going on, bro. Uh-huh. Really mean that, bro. Like, you taking this and like really made it your own type shit, so... I feel like this shit is just cool as shit. Like, you was nervous. Here. Tell him you was nervous a little bit. Bro, I'm nervous right now. We was both <laughs> nervous. I'm nervous right now. But we gonna work through it. We That's what we here it. for. It's a natural thing. It's a Sunday morning. We got football on in the background, and I honestly couldn't think of a better way. But we got mimosas flowing. We got, we got mimosas we got for real. Andre. It's a real. It's a real good setup in here. You know, most women couldn't really do this. I know women like to do, get together and do their brunches and stuff, but niggas like to do it too. And I think we really did pull it together well. Absolutely. Mimosas and weed. Mimosas and weed, but Travis is not much of a smoker. He's jumped back and forth a a lot. He's jumped back and forth a lot. It's it's not that I'm not... Well, yeah, so now I'm not that much of a smoker. I used to be a smoker, maybe going back a couple years ago, but... You was the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before before me. Yeah, I feel like I used to to start smoking. It wasn't anything, like, regular. Like, I do it every now and again, like, at the time, like... You know, I had people around me that had it on a regular, so it wasn't really nothing to, to smoke, but I don't know, bro. Like, now, I feel like I'll be having, like, not more shit to do, but, like, I can't, like, be high. Like, back, I feel like in college and, like, back in the day in high school and shit, like, you could just be high. Here's my thing. Smoking is, like, something I can do when I'm, like, about to relax. Like, if I'm about to take it down for the day or if I'm about to, like, kind of, like, chill, just kind of want to unwind, let me sip on some wine, some real classy shit. I could, I could smoke, but I can't, like, smoke and go about my day. Some people can't, and you know, I, I can. I, I, I can admit I can. There's most things I could do, 
you know, if there was a percentage of the day that I'm probably high, I'd say it's, you know, good, good, close to 85, 90%. Bro, that's... That, that 10%, I'm probably sleeping. <laughs> but for me, because I don't smoke that much, when I do smoke and I am high, it's like a, uh, it's like I had to put forth so much effort to like carry out my day. Like if, like if I'm high and I'm watching a movie and I'm home and shit, like I'm not doing shit. But if I'm high and I'm like out, prime example, I tell y'all this story. <laughs> we was in Cali going back about a month ago. Um, this is uh, me, you, and Miles. Uh-huh. And we're in the Uber. We're going to Target. It's our first day out there. So we're going to get some groceries. So, of course, when you get to Cali, um, as a lot of people do, you want to go hit the dispensary. So we went. We got some good weed. We go back to the Airbnb. We smoke. So we make the decision that we're, us three, are going to go to Target and get some things for the, for the Airbnb. So on the Uber ride there, mind you, we're in. So it's maybe around this time of the day. It's maybe 4 or 5 o'clock p.m. If anyone has heard anything about LA, you know the traffic is Ridiculous. fucking nuts, right? I would traffic, shoot myself. The traffic is crazy. In that traffic, the traffic is crazy. So, so we're in the Uber, and mind you, we smoke. So I don't smoke like that. So I am high as shit. Mind you, this is the first time I'm ever hearing this, by the way, bro, as well. Cali, so. Cali weed. But look, look, this is where the story goes. So Cali weed is crazy. So I'm high as shit. So. So we're driving in the Uber. Is he gonna, is he gonna take the blunt now? And is Dougie, he gonna take it right now? And Dougie, oh lord. And Dougie has. <laughs> there we so go. We, we're talking to the Uber driver. So we're pulling up to the Target, and where the Target is, it's in like this shopping center. In the middle of like downtown LA, almost like this busy ass street. I don't even know what street it is. We're in the middle of the street. We're a good three or four lanes from the curb. Dougie, Dougie tells the Uber driver, like, yeah, you can let us off here. Oh, okay. All you right. can let us off here. I'm like, bro, we will get killed. <laughs> I can't, I'm not in a good frame of mind to even make a conscious decision. But this is like standstill right traffic. You didn't say that. We had a red light, bro. It's only a matter of time for the shit to turn green. <laughs> but we were sitting there, like, it's going to turn green at some point. We're two blocks over, not four. I say we're like, like two, two tops. In my sober mind, we clean. was a hop, skip, and a jump. A hop, skip, and a jump. In my high mind, I asked him to take me to the curb. Because I'm not about to risk my damn life for nothing. You feel me? Like, I'm too high for this shit. So, I, go, I say all that to say, like, when I'm high, I need to be... I can't be in the middle of fucking L.A. traffic trying to navigate life. You feel me? Like, I need to be in the crib, chilling, you know, like, on some chill shit. I can't it's good to admit that. It's good to admit that you know? most people can't. But, like I said, I've seen you in those environments. And, I, and, I, and you do really well. Like I said, he, Travis was the first one. To start smoking. And if it wasn't weed, he was smoking, like, a black and mild. He, would you, you rolled up tobacco? Bro. And like, an actual piece of paper? So, me and my boy, Andrew, bro, I used to work at Walgreens and shit. I'm pretty sure we passed the statute of limitations. Hopefully, it was a minute ago. <laughs> so, I, and we'll get further into this in the episode. I would say at some point in my life, I had a little kleptomaniac phase in my adolescence. It was some weird shit. You know who doesn't? Bro, everybody go through their weird phases and shit. So what I would do is I used to, because I used to work behind the register at Walgreens and shit. So I, so like all the tobacco products, the Black and Miles, the Dutchess, everything was like behind the register. So it was nothing just to like take a little Black and Mild because I couldn't pay for it. I was like under 18 and I already, oh, you got to be out there. I was like 16. So I would just take a Black and Mild and me and Andrew, shout out to Andrew, that's my boy. We used to go to... Uh, we used to live in the Gables, bro. So we used to go to like this, like walk around and smoke the black and miles. We thought we was doing some shit because we was younger, so like smoking black and miles and shit. But we, I think we like bought a black around y'all, 
and y'all niggas was running from the shit. We like, bro, like it's not that big a deal. Y'all like, I was up there. Nah, I we never... don't do this shit. <laughs> we don't smoke. <laughs> we don't do this type Damn. shit. So lo and behold, a few years later, y'all are some. Uh, I can say, Dougie, you are probably one of the biggest stoners I know, and <laughs> I say that with pride, bro. It's an honor. You know, it really is. You know, because it's one thing to be a stoner, and it's another thing to get shit done. And we were just talking about right. this before we got on the mic. Is that one thing I'm trying to get out of this is to, you know, show society that you could be serious just as much sitting in a session smoking weed. And that's another thing we saw in California, how the, the, the way weed is looked at, like, we're just trying to change the narrative. For real. If that's the one thing I could do is change the narrative and show that you could do all these things, you know, still succeed, still do shit, and you can get high as fuck. Don't let these older people, you know, dictate what you do. Don't get me wrong. There's plenty of cases we see of people that smoke weed and do absolutely nothing. Shit. And nothing. <laughs> but you don't have to smoke weed to not do nothing. But you, exactly. Like, exactly. Do. It's all... It's all if, if you're that type of person, you're gonna be that type of person. Yeah, either way. You know. So but speaking of kleptomaniac days, this is a perfect segue of really what we're gonna be talking about today. And to start, this is one of those things that I picked up on my break. And while I was on my little break, it's real hard to you know, this is a way I vent. You know, like this is where you can sit here and talk. Like Twitter gets old. Tweeting sure. towards people who pretty much aren't going to take it as serious as you want to. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to talk to people that want to listen. You know what I mean? That's yeah. basically what it comes down yeah. to. Yeah. But. But anyway, what I pretty much missed out on is being able to vent and talk about shit that's happening in the public. And one thing I definitely wanted to talk about is this whole thing that's going on with 6 9 And every everyone's in an uproar. Everyone's somewhat surprised that this man is out here snitching the way he is. And don't get me wrong, he's snitching in extensive detail. There's to a the lot feds, of de- bro. To the feds. To the feds. But let's be real. There's a lot of people out here that have snitched for a lot less. Do you know what he was looking at? I didn't really read, like, too many articles on a very long what time. he was facing. Like, football numbers type shit, right? Like, a very long time. And he's still going to get time, but... It was it was probably upwards of like twenty years. There was I heard him talk about like life type shit. Like he was not gonna go for a minute, and that's all that matters. Because you tell me that you don't gotta give me a amount of years. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing between like. This is what I consider to be snitching. What from what I hear is the street definition of snitching. You feel me? Like I feel like we and it's good. We could define that first. So I th- I think that's what we need to Let's do. Let's define so, that. So from what I come in contact with, snitching is. When you uh, when you kind of like agree to live a certain type of lifestyle, right? Whether you live a life of crime, whether you agree to do something with your homie that's, you know, some type of criminal activity, you two have an understanding, or you and your you're involving yourself. You're involving yourself within the community of crime that, you know, like would it, if anything, that's what snitching would come down to, right? So, I'm cool with this. I'm a, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Miles, I was waiting for Miles to get back up and come take it. All right, cool. we'll go ahead. I just to let y'all know I hit. Yeah, but he uh, did hit the weed. He the did. weed for Dougie one time, bro. But anything else, I'll be rambling. So, this is the thing. I feel like when you snitch, like you're a part of a certain lifestyle. You live a certain type of a certain type of life, right? When you live by the street code, and when that's what you sign up for, there's rules and regulations that come along with living by the street code. You feel me? Like it's people that live by the street code, and it's Makes people sense. that are law-abiding citizens that get up and go to work. 
nine to five or business, whatever, and they pay their taxes and they do what they got to do. Like, you know, they, they live their life a certain kind of way. So when you sign up for the street code type shit, it comes with, like I said, rules and regulations. So one, so, so in six, nine situation where you get down with, you know, feel me like the criminal activity that he was involved in. Treyway. Um, when you, when you associate yourself with them, even if it's just to perpetuate your career, what, you're signing what, up for it. You're signing you're up signing for it. Up you're for signing it. up for it because you reap the benefits exactly. of it. Exactly. Absolutely. So since you reap the benefits of it, you got to deal with the consequences. It's a contract. Right. Pretty much. So with that being said, if it's an understanding like we do this, this is how we live our life, this is how we get our money, and there's there's no... We don't talk about this life. You feel me? We definitely don't involve the feds. Like we don't talk to the feds about this shit. Now, now with this being said, I don't believe that anybody really should be doing criminal activity. <laughs> I don't condone this shit. We don't. However, I do. Not here. I, I, yeah, we don't condone this shit on Dougie no. podcast. Not here. But I do understand it. And if you're a part of that lifestyle, I understand why everybody's saying he's a snitch because that's you know you're not supposed to talk about. It. You're definitely not supposed to indict other people that you did the criminal activity with. Let's take this into account, though. These are the same people that kidnapped him, robbed him, and from Shit. what I heard, they had sex with his girlfriend oh, as well. Okay, so okay, so <laughs> kind of give me some backstory on that, because I didn't really... I, I do understand that they kidnapped him at one point, but how did that go? Are you... Do you know exactly? Now, I read up on it, and, you know, hopefully... Hopefully I'm saying this correctly, but from what I understood, at one, they were pretty much extorting him. Like, he was pretty much getting extorted, like... He was giving a cut of everything he made. Okay, I heard okay. that too. And, it, and and from what I understood, he was giving money to like two separate people. Mm-hmm. And I guess he was fucking with one side one and the other. He was just caught up in the middle. A lot of shit that he was doing pretty much just blew back in his face. Right. Okay. So one so I guess one night they called him outside his called him outside of somewhere, a studio, his crib, something, and you know, like pistol like grabbed pulled him out of a car, like pistol whipped him. Mm-hmm. Told him get in the car and shit like that. It robbed him basically, and then they ended up letting him go. Surprisingly, they didn't shoot him or nothing. Again, I'm not, I'm not saying anything, but I'm but I mean like they they left his they left him alive, and he everything came down to he gets arrested, and I guess they were being investigated for a bunch of other shit. It's a criminal organization. Um, one of the one of the dudes that got charged was actually charged with racketeering. Um, yeah, all those Rico charges. Yeah. Exactly. So, he it was enough to indict. Down here it says nine people. I saw it today. Nine people. It was enough to indict nine people, bro. Him snitching. Is it? Is gonna help him? Probably. He's not gonna get you know as much jail time. But. This is this is my thing, bro. Like, Remy Ma said this the best, bro. If you can't do the crime, don't. If you can't do the time, don't do the crime, bro. Like, if don't get involved, like. From my understanding, he did this to, for his career. Like he got involved with That's, them to yeah, help push his career exactly. in in rap. But there's plenty of other ways to pursue a music career, pursue a rap career without getting involved. There's plenty of people that do it with, with the gang. <laughs> like you don't have to do that. Yo, there's so, plenty of people that rap again. And don't don't live that shit. If you're gonna that. sign up for the uh, for what it gives you for the benefits that it gives you, you also gotta sign up for the consequences. So I don't feel like anybody should, like I said, be doing any type of criminal activity um, that they can't, that they aren't going to hold themselves responsible for or be involved with something that you feel like you got snitched, bro. Like, you know what it is? It's like joining the military and being surprised when you go to war and you might die. 
Right. It's it, like... <laughs> 110%. You knew what this particular... Exactly. You knew what you were getting yourself could into. be. And you... Exactly. You wanted the benefits of the military. You wanted the uniform, all that shit. And now that y'all going to war, you can't fold. But that's the street code. I don't live <laughs> by that shit. Exactly. I'm not... I wasn't raised in a street environment. You feel me? Like, being from... Uh, Neptune, it's not, it's, you know, suburban for the most part, you know, it's got his, his parts, you know, from up the hill, down the hill, We get whatever. a good mix. We get a good we mix. We get a good mix, you feel me? You get the, the crime as much as you do, you know, uh, other things. So, I feel as though, though we grew up in, like, you know, decent neighborhoods, we, we, we saw and got a little taste of what the street life looked like type shit. But we also had enough to be able to veer away from that. Exactly. You know? And not to, to play into, you know, exactly. being a part of the streets type shit, so. Exactly. I just, I just think, you know what, in, in the way we define it is perfect because, and we're going to talk about it more, but if I agree to sign up and do this and, and we're not criminals, I feel like the the only time that I could probably incriminalize myself, you know, and I'm going to say this on the podcast is when I'm buying weed, obviously, wherever, okay, wherever that may be in that moment. I'm signing up for that. Yeah. You feel me? Whether that be, and it's, and this is why you got to fuck with motherfuckers. that don't bring it to you. Cause you don't got to meet nowhere. I've, I've lived that lifestyle. You know, you, you, I've met people in red lobster parking lots. Where I ate the weed. Where I ate the weed. That's a good throw off though. They think you coming there for the, for the cheddar biscuits. They don't even know. They don't really know. They don't know at all. It's, now that you say it, it's a perfect excuse, because n- no wonder I got, we come I to get got something caught. to eat. I just what want you some mean? biscuits. Not, yeah, and if you understand, you'd be like, <laughs> I get it. I get it. Like, them shit is good. <laughs> so it throws them off. But yeah, no, nah, that's the only time. And I feel like in that instance, that's me agreeing to something. You feel me? Like, But okay. but So exactly. So you're the benefits from buying weed and doing it for whatever you're using it for, you're agreeing to that. But you again, you also got to take in, per- and you also have to sign up for the the bad, bad stuff as well. Exactly. The bad stuff too. And I've and I've and you, and you, know, you when you buy weed you accept that responsibility. Exactly. And you know and you know for I've been there. I've been in those shoes. And we're gonna elaborate that on more, but the point of this episode is to to let y'all know that at one point in my life I snitched. Indeed. And I snitched on the man I sent in front on of me. On me. It was on me. And this and I'm not proud of it. You know? But again, let's define snitching how we just defined it, right? <laughs> I love the way you grabbed the paper. We <laughs> let, let's define it. We're not these hardened criminals type shit. You feel me? Like, where looking back wrong. in retrospect, Dougie, I couldn't really expect anything different, bro. Like we're good. We grew up good kids. Type yeah, shit. we was like, like sixteen, bro. Yeah, we were like 15. I think I was like sixteen or seventeen. You might have been like seventeen, and I was like sixteen. Yeah, and, yeah. But you know, let's let's really just get into it and. Y'all let me know. Y'all let me know what y'all would have done. Remember, this is 16, 15, 16 years old. I'm 24 now. Obviously, put in the same situation, I would have reacted a lot differently. But we wouldn't be in this situation. We wouldn't be in this situation. At 25 <laughs> to 24 years old. 24, 25, bro. We're not even going to be in this situation. So, anyway, uh, it was one night. It was my junior year of high school. Had to be. It was my senior year. Your senior year of high school. Um, it was a Friday night. It had to be a Friday night because we had a football game the next day. Yes, we both played football. We both played football. Shout and out to that state championship team. That it was, was that cool year. As hell. It was that year. And you know, in state championship seasons, you go through some turmoil. You go through some turmoil. <laughs> you go through some adversity. You see NFL teams all the time. 
these players are getting locked up. We didn't play that much of a role to where no one noticed. So no one noticed this pretty much. We didn't get in trouble with the coaches or anything. But I, we're gonna explain. We're gonna explain it. So it was Friday night. We, this was after a football game. No, nah, it was up. before a football game. So now, we, no, before our game, but it was after we had oh, yeah, went to we a go. Game. Yeah, I went to an ocean game. We went to an ocean game. We went okay. to an ocean game. I don't even know if we was playing or what, but for some reason we always went to ocean games. But we go to the game. The game is what it is, and it was cold out, and I needed an Under Armour. Is that why we went to Walmart? That's exactly why we went to. That's exactly. Yo, why looking back, I had no idea why we even ended up. You were just down a ride, and that's why. What, what the fuck yo, else was we doing? Real, we ain't doing. We wasn't doing shit else, bro. Listen, I don't but, mind. It's a devil's <laughs> playground. <laughs> exactly. We was bored. Keep, pretty keep much. your kids busy. Man. We was pretty God much bored because I realistically didn't need this Under Armour. Bored as hell. We didn't need this Under Armour at all, probably. Um. But yeah, I'm like, fuck it. I don't got money to get a real Under Armour. Those shits are like, them shits 50 a pop, 50, 60 a pop for the, for the real Under Armours back like in the, that time. The UA on the, the neck. The UA on the neck. The little turtleneck. And it's, it's hard to pull the compression. I couldn't afford that at the time. At least I was bored enough to, you know, go look at Walmart. Um, so yeah, you know, we go to Walmart and we pull up, we pull up to Walmart with very good intentions, very good intentions, but Actually, let me let me not get ahead of myself because I gotta tell y'all where I got this idea from. So we was in football practice like a couple weeks before, and we were on the sideline, you know, really just talking. And someone well, we used to have sideline, sideline everything. We used to be bullshitting singing. Football. We used to sing at some point, some point. Bro, we would sing bullshitting, on the sideline. completely bullshitting. And one day I was talking to one of my one of one of the one of my niggas, one of the players, and he's telling me how easy it was to finesse Walmart. And he's like, "Bro, all you gotta do." You gotta take it. You gotta walk around for a little bit. Boom, boom, boom. Damn, bro. And you set. And me. This is the first time I'm hearing this shit. Me being a nigga, I just suck shit up. I'm like, shit. That shit sound fun. And then, and then, and then you, you young, like we fifteen, young and impressionable. Yeah, young and impressionable. You know, you gotta, you gotta get your nicks and your bumps when you're young. So, I'm like, fuck it. So I get, I get that whole mindset from that. So we, we in Walmart and we just, you know, we walking around. I said I needed an Under Armour, a long sleeve shirt. We're in the electronics section. We're looking at phone cases, and I look at an outer box. It was, I think it was like a black outer box, and Travis was standing right next to me, and I remember it like it was, it was yesterday, bro. We was looking at it, we was talking for a little bit, and then one thing or another, one of us probably was like, "You're not gonna take that shit." So, so this is how. I remember. This is so, we had a couple other players on the team with us as well, too. So, so I think we was maybe like. Five of us, four or five. Nah, of us. it was just it was me, you, and I think like Morgan. So no, nah, it was me, you, Morgan, and Sekou was there too. Shout out okay. to Sekou. Okay, Sekou was there. Was Miles? Was Miles there? Miles was not. Miles there. was not there. Damn, Miles who else was, was there? there? It was just. It was just us four. Like, yeah, I think. Right. I don't so, know. So Doug, so mind you, like I said, this is my kleptomaniac phase of my adolescence. So, so up until this point, from my point of view. I probably had stolen like like little dumb shit like a Snickers bar or like you feel me like like I said the Black and Miles a pack of gum little shit but enough that I got away with it so to the point I was like fuck it it ain't nothing to take some and shit and you was in an advantageous position. mind you all things that I could afford I had a job <laughs> working at the local Walgreens exactly type yep. shit like I could have really just bought it but I don't know True. it's kind of like the thrill of it. I don't know just some dumb Bro, young shit there's a stupid. ton of people out here that's listening to that stole some shit before or just people done do some to this, this day some like doesn't make sense kind of stuff alright so we're not here to judge at all uh-uh. so so 
So at this point, I'm I've been successful in my career as a thief, right? Got it all. So 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 yeah, so we enter in the Walmart. So we in the out of box section. So Dougie's looking at this phone case. And somehow or another, I don't even know how we communicate communicated it to each other, but you wanted to steal the case or uh, do you remember how that was it me? I, I don't know. So, I just so remember this, So this is how I remember it. So you were about to do it and then Morgan took it out your hands like, come on, like and sat it down. Okay. And I was right. like, nah, fuck that. We okay. can <laughs> take right. it. I said fuck Sounds that. Sounds just like us. We're gonna take this shit. So we take it out the box, take it out its packaging. I think I end up putting it in my pocket or something. And shit we're like walking that. up and down aisles while we do it. Yeah, exactly. So, mind you, and it's it's late. So it's, it's late. Like, it's easily eleven o'clock. Like yeah. no one really is in the store. Yeah. So our dumb asses, I guess, think that no one is looking or no one is seeing this type of shit. We think it's a big store. Mm-hmm. So, I get the case. Everything's going good. You know, I actually slip out the door. So I'm good. I'm okay. So okay. Sailing. So let me take it back over. Okay. Here. Okay. Okay, so we, so we take it. We 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 walking up and down the aisles. We ripping the ripping the shit out the case, and we said, "Boom!" We got out the case. Boom! We we throw the we throw the package, the case, the package, onto a shelf, and we walk away. This is where we went wrong, okay? Because it was my bright idea to actually go pick up the Under Armour and actually pay for it. So <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So I got the shirt, and I'm standing in line to pay for it. While Travis has already walked out uh, with the phone case. Phone case. Phone case is out the store. Out the store. Out the store. Travis phone case have successfully completed the mission. Out the store. (laughs) I'm in the car, locked and loaded, ready to go. They're waiting for me at this point. We did it. And I'm in the store. I'm thinking, I'm standing in line. I'm like, God, this shit taking forever, God. And I don't know if you, we've been in plenty of bad situations where it just seems like something is taking way too long. I think that probably added to the moment, too. Like, you know what the <laughs> yeah. fuck we just did. It's so. like, shit, I'm answering. I'm trying to get out of the store. And you know, Walmart, they only got one thing open. So, it's, And I'm thinking this is way before self-checkout. So it, it was, I was waiting in line, right? And this is where it all comes down, right? Cause, so I get out of line, bro. I'm thinking shit's smooth. I get my shit in the bag. I'm walking out the door. I'm walking up to the door, at least. And I get to the door. And I want to say... I step into the little area where it's like the outside door, like that little buffer space, area, yeah, and, and then, then outside, and then outside. Uh-huh. So you damn near outside, bro. You damn near outside, near outside, bro. I'm outside the door, um, and I hear this voice from behind me. <laughs> I'm so glad we can laugh about this shit. Now. Yeah, this shit is hilarious. <laughs> I hear this voice from behind me, and and he's like, "Come here." And he was like, come here. I'm like, what? And it's like two niggas, like random, like random clothes, like random clothes, like, like two regular dudes, clothes, like- regular clothes, like, yo, come here. And then one of them pulls out the case that we had threw on the shelf. He they must have been swift to be able to go back to, to that. Go- not small. Like- <laughs> or I was waiting that long <laughs> to give them enough time to, to go get the case plot at the door and, and wait, wait for me to come out and, and wait, wait for me to, to come out, done. bro. So he, he turns around, God, and he comes off wild aggressive from rip, from rip. These niggas is wild aggressive. And now, now paint that picture now, wild because I didn't see this part. I'm in the car, like I said, ready to again. You're ready out to the go. Store. Yeah. You're so out the so they actually catch Dougie, but I'm the one with the phone case. So yeah. they catch Dougie, and then what do they say to you? 
it's gonna sound real dumb repeating it, like, but remember, like, I'm 16, like, 15, 16, so I don't, I don't remember. I don't, I just didn't know how to react because they came so hard, like, dumb, aggressive, like, stupid, aggressive, like, where's your friend? Like, oh, come with me, like, where's your friend? All this other shit, and I'm like, if I knew what I knew now, I knew that them niggas can't touch me. I could walk out this store yeah, right bro. now, and the most you could do is call the cops. Right. It would be a tough situation still, but I think that we are more likely probably to get away with that by the time they call the cops. And that's if whoever was driving, we know who was driving. Mm-hmm. Who that's that's to say if he had the heart enough to really pull off and like drive. Okay? I'm not going to put that on him. I'm not going to put, put that on him. I'm not going to put it on him. I'm glad it went the way it I'm, did. I'm glad it did cuz I you know Cuz now cuz now we <laughs> sucking in other people. Now you are an accomplice to exactly. a damn I'm putting you in a position. I'm putting in, now. I'm putting too many niggas in a bad position. All right, so he's like, all right, what's the? He's like, and the thing that caught me off guard was he was like, all right, if you don't tell us where your friend, if your friend doesn't come in here, you don't call your friend right now. He was like, you're gonna go to jail like till Monday. Like he was like, you're gonna go in jail till Monday. But you're 16. I'm 16, and and this is keep that in mind because we're gonna tell you some shit. But I'm 16, and I got a football game tomorrow. We both do, bro. Like, not that I'm going to play a huge role, if a role, you. any at all in the game. I'm thinking I got a game tomorrow, and there's no way I can go to jail, bro. I hate to say it, but I called Travis. I had to call Travis on the phone, on the phone, and I, I don't think I said like I said, Travis guy, you gotta come back in the store. He like, what you talking about? I was like, Travis, you gotta come back in the store. And that's when the dude takes my phone away, like, out of my hand. Like, he takes my phone out of my hand. And this is where, this is some shit, because I probably could have told my parents this. And my parents could probably came back and, like, fucked him up or something. But he takes the phone out of my hand. And, yeah, he, he tells Travis, like, yeah. From what I heard, Travis could probably tell you what he's saying on the phone. But from what I heard, he's like, yeah, if you don't come back inside, your friend's going to jail. But he said it in such a way that it was, It like, was stupid aggressive. He said, bring the case back inside, <laughs> or your friend's going to jail. I said, oh shit, Dougie. Damn, God. So it was horrible. I'm like, fuck. So I bring the, so I, I head back inside with the case. So I'm like, damn, like they called us. So I think at that point, like I went back in the store. Was he I, I forget exactly this part. Was he standing in the store? Because somehow somewhere we went so, Walmart had like, a secret. They have a room. secret room. And and everyone <laughs> knows now it ain't really much of a secret. It's just a room off to the side. I didn't know this. Anyone who's stolen from Walmart. Knows where this room is. And I know there's a bunch of you that have stolen from Walmart and have been caught. For a fact. So we all know what the room is. Nah, bro. I think for the most part, niggas get away with stealing from Walmart. But there's niggas that have been caught. There's niggas that have been caught. It's not like you're getting in a shit ton of trouble for it. Especially at a young age. Because if you're doing it at a young age, it doesn't really fucking matter. And this is what we come to find out. That since I was underage, they couldn't really do shit shit to me anyway. Yeah. So because you were sixteen, I was not. Yeah, I was sixteen, and I was seventeen. That's what was exactly. the biggest difference. Because if I was, if we were both sixteen, then we both would have like went home. But go ahead. We're, we're getting ahead of ourselves, pretty much, because by the time Travis gets in, these same two dudes that were stupid, aggressive, and coming like just coming crazy out of fifteen, six, a sixteen-year-old, the narrative completely switched up. By the time we're caught, but at this point, we have good futures ahead of us. You know, he said, this isn't the biggest deal and all that. Yeah, bro. And he's and trying to downplay trying everything. Trying to downplay everything. And this is the same. And mine, they lied. They pretty much lied because I couldn't have did shit. And they could have just called me. And then most of they would have called my parents. And y'all would have just went free. But on, on my head, they told me I was going to jail, which I wasn't. 
I could have sued. I could have did something. I could have did fucking something with that. I mean, we were still in the wrong in those papers. We was definitely still in the wrong, and it was and it was a lesson to learn. It was a hard lesson too, cause shit. I know my dad picking me up wasn't the worst feeling at right. all, and I know you had to so, actually so, go. So we, so you, so, all right, so we're <laughs> in the room now, right? So he's kind of saying, he, so I, he's kind of going toward the. Uh, he's like, um, kind of speaking to like you know I don't want this to kind of like affect you guys' futures like that. He was just saying like I want. I don't want you guys to, you know, apply for jobs and that this is on your record and, you know, you're not able to get jobs and shit like that. So I'm on some shit like, damn, like, and I remember asking, like, well, can we just pay for the game? <laughs> like, can yeah, we just pay for it you? now? Like, so he's like, no, you know, fortunately, you know, since you took it out the store, um, you know, you technically stole it, so now we got to get the cops involved. So and it was, fuck. and it was like something to where it was, if it was under a certain amount. Like, yeah, yeah, it was like a threshold. I think it was like it was a twenty five dollar like, threshold or some shit like that. And it was four, it was forty dollars exactly. It was, it was an Otter Box. Yeah, it was an Otter Box case. Mind you, I don't even have a fucking iPhone. This shit was strictly for Dougie, but that's beside the point. So it, it was it was more than the threshold. So they had to get the police involved. So they call the cops. So your dad comes before the cops get yeah. there. Yeah, my dad comes. He scoops me up. Dad is hot. He's mad as hell. Dad is pissed. He's bro. mad as hell. Especially because he definitely knows, like, whatever I stole, he could probably just bought from me. This shit was dumb as hell. And you like, just asked. I, I, <laughs> and, and, and it was at that point, because I wasn't really working or nothing in high school. It was pretty much getting me whatever I really needed. And if I really wanted a case like that, he probably would have just got it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about getting the case and the money with us, I feel like. I, I don't think I don't so, think bro. it was about the, I, getting the case. I was I more know. so thinking about stealing the case. Yeah, it was like, like some fascination with just, like, stealing some shit that was just kind of cool. In retrospect, that shit was dumb as hell. Um, but yeah, so your, so your dad comes and picks you up. Yeah, he comes and picks me up, and he. It's 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 horrible. You know, you fucked up when your parents ain't don't say a lot to you. you don't know? know it. They don't say shit. Like you said, like a few words, but pretty much the ride home was just a quiet ride home. Mm-hmm. That shit stung. The silence stings more than words, bro. Because it's like, all right. It's one thing to, for you to upset your parents, because that's what gets them mad, but to disappoint them... is another... It's, 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 it's another level. It's deeper. For sure. For sure. But, I mean, like, looking on it, like, I probably couldn't get too mad at my son if I do it, because it's it's the thrill. It's the thrill. And my parents really didn't get mad at me like that of it. Yeah. My, your parents are cool. Shit, my parents are pretty cool. Yeah. They don't really get... You know, they don't really get too mad at much, but just to, the, the the feeling of just trying to take it because we've all successively stolen something before, whether it be some small shit, like, mm-hmm. a, like a Slim Jim. You could see why people are kleptomaniacs. I'm not. But it was fun, and at that age, it was definitely something to try and do. I mean, especially after you hear people, you know, in practice talking about it, like, yo, I jinxed this. You want to be able to go back, like, yo, I did the same shit. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. All right, so, so that was pretty much the end of Dougie's night. Yeah. I wasn't so fortunate. So, because, like I said, I was 17... The police were actually, they were actually able to call the police to actually come and, like, apprehend me. Doing and, like, the most, bro. Take me back to the police station <laughs> type shit. So, so, I'm like, damn. So, I get, so, the cop gets there. So, he walks me out with the handcuffs, the whole nine. I'm like, damn, bro, this sucks. This shit was not worth it at all. Yeah, I'm fucked bro, up in my, right, I'm fucked up bro, in my room while all this happened. Right then and there, lesson learned, bro. I didn't need nothing. <laughs> right then and there, lesson is learned. I've been stealing shit from that moment. Over at, what, I'm 25 now, so over these past years, I have not stolen anything. I definitely have. I have definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so, and 
<laughs> nothing crazy, just like a Slim Jim out of like Wild Wild. Nah, Wild bro. Like that. If it's Definitely. like, I won't even take someone's receipt behind me. I'm like, nah, bro. I don't I've come a long way. No, no, no. I've come a long way because I actually bro. have a story. Uh, right. Just just to interrupt real quick, not to get too far off track because we're going to come back to Travis, but I was put in a situation about a week ago, and Nikel can attest to this. We're, 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 shout we're out to at Nikel, a car. Man. Shout out to sis. We're, shout out to Nikel, of course. Yeah. But we're in an ATM drive through. We're at a Wells Fargo, right? And the car in front of us, like, pulls off. Mm-hmm. Dumb, dumb motherfucker pulls off. And he kind of stops for a second, and then he, like, keeps going. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So I pull up to the thing. This dude's whole account with the card is on the receipt. Still, no, not on the receipt. It's still in the shit. Like his card is his in card the... is in the shit. I can see his balance and everything, bro. Dude had like four thousand dollars. Wait, wait, I, the whole the whole shit is still with? open. Wells Fargo, bro, dude had to be high or, or he had something. to be smacked. The only way you can even get the cash is if you take the if card. If you take the card, and I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? You probably put it back in on some. Dumb I don't shit. know what happened, but whatever. I don't know if it was his or whoever's, but I pulled up and this shit is wide open account open like i just put my shit in and i could pull money out that bitch like he done already put his pin in the pin is already in no dougie this pin is already in i swear to god i swear to god (laughs) (laughs) you good is that is that crazy is that crazy is that crazy the whole the whole shit is still in dude has a balance like four thousand dollars whoa let me understand so he puts his card in puts the pin in in, and and it looks like that's all he did it was like a receipt or something. Maybe he like checked his balance or something. But what you're saying is you had the access. I had full blown to drain his accounts. Well, you take I, whatever I want. You probably can't drain the, the whole thing, but you you, you could take a good amount, like two thousand. They let you take out like two thousand at once. Damn, I could have I could wipe the shit clean, clean enough to where I just drive around and take out another two. <laughs> but. And that's the first thing I thought about. I was like, you know what? I could, but I didn't. And I and I told Nike, I was like, yo, nah, it's not what we're gonna it's do. It's not worth it's it. Not bro. Worth it. It's, it's not, not worth bro. it. It's not, bro. It's not worth it. It's not worth the energy, bro. That's what I learned. Like, you don't want to put that energy out into the world. I want the energy someone... you put out is gonna exactly. come right back. And I wouldn't want no one to do that shit to you me. You wouldn't want nobody to do it to you, bro. And like... I and I walked, yo, we what I did was I took the card out, mm-hmm. I ended everything, I didn't take a thing, I left it right there on the ATM. Right Damn, there. Dougie, why didn't you bring it inside? It was, it was late. Closed. It was late, it was oh, closed. Okay. So it was like after hours, so I definitely couldn't bring it inside. But I left it there, right on the ATM, slid it like kind of in so no one could really see it. Or mm-hmm. someone could if they're really looking for it. And I just did what I did and I left. And did, yeah, yeah, And no, I, so I was like, it's not worth it. It's not worth it because if I would have took that money, it was going to come back around. It would have fucked you. But now that I didn't, maybe it'll come back around in some other form. See, my, my position in life is you got to do as much good as you can to where if you have something that might not go your way, you need that karma to just push you up yeah. a little bit. And more importantly, like, you just want to do it. It's because it's and the it's right just thing like to do. Like, like, you like, just, yeah, yeah. It's just like, fucking wrong. It's just wrong. That's <laughs> fucked up. Can you imagine working all week? You get paid Friday. You think you up. And the next thing you know, you check your account Saturday and your shit's at 17 cents, bro. <laughs> and you ain't spending no money. Like, come on, bro. Not even 17 cents. You left like $54. He got a family account. to feed. <laughs> come on, bro. It, it was, you know, but I didn't do it. I didn't do it. But, and, and this is one of the situations where I learned that it's not the best. But you ended up having to go okay, to the yeah, police so, station. So going back, yeah, exactly. So I'll go to the police station. So so the cop that picked me up, my aunt knows him. Like, he's kind of like a like hometown guy. Yeah, we all, know, we all yeah. know who he is. So, you know, cool. So he picks me up. He like, so like, 
he's speaking to him, kind of like speaking to the guy or whatever. So, he, like I said, he cussed me, walked me to the car. I can say for a fact, handcuffs are the most uncomfortable shit in the world, bro. Very. I've been arrested one time in my life, bro, very. with this situation. Just off the strength of the cuffs are very uncomfortable as well. I would never very. want to be in that position again. So I'm like, like headed back to the police station. I'm in the back of the wood. Um, so we get to the police station. So we go inside. So they're like processing and booking me. So at this point, bro, I'm distraught. I'm like, damn, bro. Like I low-key wanted to be a, take a, minute a cop. You feel me? Like I wanted to... I all, every like my life was like flashing before my eyes. I'm like, damn, bro, I'm not even this kind of kid like to be doing some dumb shit like this. So in the time of he needed the cop needed some more paperwork or something like that from the guy, and I guess the guy was like not trying to. He was being some type of uncooperative or something like that. So at the so the cop was like, bro, you should just like talking out loud. Like you should just let his little ass go. Like what was the point of doing all this? Exactly. Like he's on the phone case. And in my mind, I'm like, for real, bro, you should just let me exactly. go. Like I'm with you. Yeah. So, all right. So they booked me, and then I'm cuffed to the bench. Um, and you know, a little Neptune police station, whatever. I'm like, damn, bro. So, at in the back of my mind, what really comes? I'm like, damn, my aunt has to pick me up. Now, for anyone that knows my aunt. She's a very pleasant lady, very sweet. Um, God-fearing lady wouldn't hurt a fly. Like, would taking any kid, like, is the most sweetest woman. And I know his aunt for a while as well. So, like, she holds a pretty a pretty special spot in my life because she I've, I've been around her since I was a kid. So sweet, I'm disappointed sweetest, just as much as he sweetest is. Sweetest lady in this world. Bro. Exactly. Dog. So she gets to the police station. I'm like, shit. So, it, again, so it's kind of the same thing as, as you. It's like your parents, like, they they get mad, and then they get, like, really mad, bro. Because she, she wasn't really just, like, yelling as much as she was, like, just mad. <laughs> like, just, like, very serious, very stern. But mind you, so so he's about to release me and sign a little paperwork, and he gives me, like, a bag of my stuff back on my little phone or wallet, whatever I had. So she there gives... Because, like I said, she stuff. knows the police officer's mom. Like, you know, Neptune is small, so everybody kind of grew up with each other. So she gives him a hug and kiss, like, how are you doing? Da, da, da. I'm like, damn, bro. So I get in the car, and we're leaving, and she is mad. Like, she ba- again, she barely is, like, talking to me. Like, and then, so, so we get home, right? So she's barely talking to me. So then... We sit down, we have a talk, and she had a real ass talk with me. She was like, on some shit like, you have to decide like who you're gonna become like in life. And up until this point, like I've never, I was a good kid, That's like, a hard I, I was a good kid. I've never done anything. <laughs> I've never done. It. I used to get good conduct in school. Like I've never done anything criminal ever, bro. She sits me down and she says, you have to decide who you're gonna be. In like you had like this is the breaking point. Bro, like. this is the breaking point. Say so your life is gonna go in two directions. Yeah, <laughs> you're at a fork in the road, and you have to decide who you gonna be. So, my but she, I'm not doing it justice, bro. She was so fucking mad, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. She was so mad. I've never seen her any madder than than that day. But so, I mean, that's so. So that's that night, pretty much. So I get home. Um, Yo, and I tried to call you a couple of times. Yeah, like, yeah, I think you did. Night, and yeah, I, yeah. You're not answering, Bob. Because like, I didn't have God. my phone. So I think we ended up talking like later on then that night. So we like, all right, you know, feel me? It was dumb as hell. Like we kind of passed it now. So I, I go on and have to do like I didn't really get any in trouble. Trouble like I had to do like this book report. Like I didn't get jail time or yeah. shit like that. And if I did like the the paper or whatever, I had to type like a one page paper. Why? 
this was dumb or whatever. I wanted to deal with some life. stupid shit. Yeah, like some shit. Some stupid shit. Um, because they understood I was a good kid. I never had been in trouble up until this point. You didn't even so, have to go to court. You had to go sit in a room. Yeah. So I, technically, I went to the court building, but it wasn't. I wasn't like it wasn't in like, like a formal courtroom with the bailiff and all that type mm-hmm. shit. It was like a family court kind of thing. I sat down. Um, and they kind of, you know, kind of just gave me my instructions on what I had to do. I had to plead like guilty to or whatever. So I did that, did the paper. But so that's that's going on later. So then the next day, so this is this is Friday night. The next day I wake up, I'm like, damn, bro, last night was a rough night, yeah, but fuck it, it's past me now. I'm yeah, just high school. Again, I've learned my lesson. So at this point, that shit is behind me. I'm like, I'm bang out this paper, I'm do what I gotta do, and then that's over. So um so I so I'm walking because we had a game that day. I don't remember who we played, but we had a game it was that Lacey. day. It was that Lacey game when we didn't even play that day. No. We had to come back and play on Monday. Is that what happened? That was that one. Yep, that was that one. Pretty it sure? was. I'm pretty positive. Okay. It was that game. All right. So, so I'm going to, you know, walk into the school. I didn't live far from the schools. I lived in the Gables. It was like right behind the school complex in, in the town of Neptune. So I'm walking. So I get inside. I'm like, I'm thinking the whole thing's behind me. Bro, Dougie rushes me with like at least five or six other people. Like, bro, you made it out, bro. You, you was in jail, bro. I'm I told like, everyone. Dougie, what the fuck? I Dougie everyone. tells the whole damn team. <laughs> The whole damn team. So I'm in there like yeah. So I'm kind of like explaining the story. He was getting props though. No, I wasn't, bro. Niggas, was, <laughs> <laughs> niggas was like, bro, y'all niggas is dumb. Why would y'all, hey, why would y'all do that? The dumb same shit? people that told me that we could do it. I'm just saying, <laughs> tell me I'm dumb. Yeah, hey. bro. So so I'm like, damn, bro. They're gonna told everybody. Um, so you know it goes on, and they was like kind of giving me like some slack for it. A couple people. You know, making jokes and shit. You know, just the regular shit. So, kids, don't steal, man. It's not worth the shit. Um, no, it really isn't. That's not the kind of I mean, you want into the world. I mean, we're all old enough now to where you're not, you know, we're supposed to tell you not steal shit. But, you know, if I look at my little kid one day and I got to go pick him up in the same position, I'm going to be mad. I'm going I'm to probably I'm be a little be bit disappointed. of how dumb it is. Like but that, in the back of my head, anger I'm probably going to be more annoyed than If you're anything. stealing, like, food to eat for the rest <laughs> okay. of the week, if you're exactly. stealing, like, clothes because exactly. you don't have it, that's different. You're stealing a phone case or you're stealing some dumb shit that you really don't need or you're just doing it just It's more of an, an annoyance. Yeah, 100%. just... It's just but in the back of my mind, I'm not going to be entirely too pissed. I feel like and if I have a kid, I'm going to look at him and he's going to do a lot of shit that I did. This is And this is also the thing. I didn't know how to feel about you snitching on me. You know? I don't think we looked at it. But again, we did kind of. I guess well, I, I kind of realized. Second, and then I, but I realized, like, we're not like that in that type of way. We're not hard and criminals. Like, we're not out here moving shit and exactly. doing all types of weird shit. So... I can't expect Dougie to be on some shit like, nah, I ain't snitching. I'm gonna go do this time. Or go, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whatever they was threatening. You know, it was a, it was a heat of the moment situation. And if I could go back and really sit down and do it over, I probably could have played myself out of it, hundred percent. You probably could have just walked out for real. But I'm not. What the fuck? I don't know that shit. <clears throat> I don't know that. Not at sixteen, bro. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. And the sole like way they came at it was was just it was different. They came crazy. Shout man. out to the security team at Walmart. You know, job. you don't get most people, but you got us that night. You got us that night. You got bro. us that night. I let a lot of shit slide out of Walmart. Y'all let a lot of shit slide. I know slide. niggas that done stole TV. Oh my <laughs> God. Yo, this, I, I'm one of those people. I'm one of those people. That's a story from a different day. Obviously, I didn't T- learn. I didn't learn. You just reminded me. I didn't learn. I didn't learn from none of this shit. And shit. There are people that Thousands slide shit out of there. 
every single day. Us. But they got us. They got us though. I it's made it fucking do. easy. That shit was a, a lesson that was. If needed, I didn't have bro. to, yeah. If I didn't pay for that shit, we would have been straight. We would have been straight. That that yeah, that's our Walmart situation. But I also I want to slide over because I'm gonna ask Travis three questions, and these are all questions that I want him to answer. It's it's a, it's basically it's gonna it's gonna be called Would You Snitch? And I'm gonna ask Travis three questions, and he and I didn't show them to him. This is all straight reaction. Yeah, I didn't even know he was doing this. I'm, I'm gonna know. ask him three questions. Question one, <clears throat> you buy a sack of weed, you get pulled over going 35 in a 25. Okay. It's bullshit, but you get pulled over. Mm-hmm. They find a weed. Now, you are offered to be let go with a free traffic ticket, not a free, I said let free, oh, let free with a traffic ticket as long as you, you give your source. Okay, so I'm going to read the whole thing over. <laughs> I said you buy a sack of weed, you get pulled over doing 35 in a 25, they find the butt. You're offered to be let free with a traffic ticket as long as you give up where you bought your weed from. Damn. Are you snitching? Ah, oh, God. Wow, that's, that's, that's tough. All right, so. Be careful. <laughs> be careful. <laughs> Niggas, I ain't serving anything. Niggas not going to sell it. Niggas not going to sell it. So, all right, so uh, there's a couple of different factors that play into this. One, how much weed did I buy? Is this like, I got to sit for a little bit of weed or just like a little down, like, all right, let's play both scenarios. All right, so first scenario, oh, you, damn, get caught, you get caught with an eighth. Just an eighth. I don't really smoke weed like that. Is that how? Is is it's fuck? It's like a medium fry. No, it's like a small fry. No, no, no I know the it's amount of it. What I'm saying is like compared to eyes every, of the law. In the like, eyes of the law, anything under an ounce, you're straight. So you're definitely under an ounce. Okay. Again, I feel like it's on some shit. Like I drove. To whoever it was, you know what I'm saying, to the drug dealer that was giving me the weed. You gotta take if you if you're willing to to put yourself in that position, like you're willing to drive and you know what can come with that buying the weed. I feel like you gotta be responsible for yourself. If it's that small of an amount of weed, depending, on, I don't think I'm snitching, bro. I don't think so. Like I think I'll take it. I think I'll take it. You feel you me? Got I, to. Yeah, you gotta take that. Like even if some, you know what? Even if it's some pounds, you can't. Cause you, cause again, you, you know. accepted that responsibility. Like if it's not something that you could deal with the consequences, don't participate in it. Type shit. Exactly. All right, cool. That's a good answer. All right, <clears throat> all right. For the second one, for the second, cause there's different types of snitching. Um, and I'm, I, I really try to hit like all three points here. So mm-hmm. that one. You agree. The second one, we're going to switch it up a little bit. Okay. All right, so you in the crib, just regular day, chilling. You might be at Home Depot. Let's say you're at Home Depot. He said, perfect place to be. (coughs) And your man says, your man calls you. You get a call. And he's like, my nigga, I was just in the crib. I was playing 2K. It was a mutual mutual homie, mutual Mm -hmm. mutual friend. He said, I was was playing 2K. Shit got heated. I shot him. He's dead. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He's gone. He said, I need help. I need help with the body. You already told them you're in you're in Home Depot. So you know there's something in Home Depot that you can get to help. So what so, are you doing? Whoa, 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 whoa. So what are you doing in that situation? Run it back, run it back. So, that, he, so he's playing 2K with a mutual friend of ours? Like me and both of, Both of y'all are mutual friends. So he shot my friend too. Okay. That, when I wrote the friend. question out, it didn't sound. Okay, so it's not it's not your friend. It's just his okay, friend. Okay, it's just his friend. It's just his friend. When I wrote that, I didn't think about that when I wrote it out. All right, okay, all right. so it's so, just his friend. So he shoots his friend. He shoots his friend. 
He's calling you. He needs. He help. needs me to get rid he's of his like, body. Bro, I'm tripping out. Like this wasn't supposed to happen. I need you to help me hide this shit up. I can't go to jail. Neither can I. You're on your fucking own, bro. Now, are you calling the cops though? Because at this point, you're you're incriminated because he told you. I know. So anything at this point, you're obstructing justice because now you know. So are you though? Yeah. Damn, bro. That's, you're implicated. You I'm know. I'm a criminal justice major, bro. I should know this type of shit. You should. I only knew that. I don't, I don't even. How do I know that? I don't know. Probably first forty-eight or some shit. But are you snitching? Are you calling bro. the cops? If, nah, honestly, if if I'm if I could be implicated and I could get in trouble for that shit, yeah, I'm calling the cops, bro. You, you got to give me the power of choice to choose. Because if he gets caught and they find his phone, his phone records, and he called, and he called me, you, and they're checking you, like, yo, what did he call you about? Yeah, oh yeah, nah, I'm I'm being honest, bro. Like you're not about to put that shit on me, cause yeah. cause. I didn't lose in 2K. Like, I didn't have anything to gain from you. It wasn't your beef. Getting mad and killing him. It wasn't. Touché. Yeah, bro. I'm, that, I was snitch, bro. Okay. I'm snitching on that. I understand. But again, no, no, no. So that's what I'm, I'm going to not call it snitching because snitches is when you agree to the criminal activity and then you tell. I'm a law-abiding citizen at that point. I'm in Home Depot. You don't even want to be associated with Minding my business in Home Depot trying to get my weed whacker for my life. I get it. And <clears throat> you decide to kill somebody. So I'm going to do my law-abiding citizen duties in... Do what I need to do. I respect that. Third one. I'm going to switch it up. This one's a fun one. Okay. You see your man's girl. She's at a bar sp- swapping spit with a white man. Okay. Are you telling him? Am I telling him? Are you telling, telling him? him? Are you going to let them work that out for themselves? Okay, this is how I think I have to approach it. <laughs> so I think I had to let her know subtly that I'm there. That you see it. That, that I, you that, saw it. And I got to let her see me ordering something at the bar. And like, damn, I ain't, what's up? What's going on? I ain't know you was here. What's this? Yeah. You doing that? You, what's this? Right? All right. Make it at sense. some point in time, we're going to have the conversation. Like, you're going to have to tell this nigga or like something, bro. Because you can't just have this nigga out here going crazy. Respect. So, how long are you giving it? How long am I giving her? How long are you giving her to tell? Because you know he's going to call she, you. If it was me, I would call you. ASAP. Like, yeah. Well, if you know. knew something was going on. If I knew something was going on, I would call you. So that's your that's that's how you know if I was told or not yet. So if I ain't called you yet, or I ain't called him yet, and he called you, that's how you know. So yeah. if you ain't hear from me, she ain't say shit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay. So how long do you give it? You got a day. You got you got twenty four hours. Day. That's you what I'm thinking. Twenty four hours, hours from this point. Like Cause you gotta keep in mind, she may live with him. She gotta kind of get her shit together to try to. Either way, it's twenty four. Either way, it's twenty four. You brought this that. upon yourself. And that's enough I didn't time. Do this. That's enough time. I didn't ask for this situation. This shit got sprung on me. So now you got twenty four so hours. Now you got twenty four hours. It out. As a friend, after twenty four, I feel like okay, kind of crazy. Now it's like, oh, you didn't tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now. You know, and that's now another that's another you. incriminated type thing. Like I saw you, so now I have to tell. Cause that's my man. I got it. That's my man. Let's do it now. Let's reverse it. Mm-hmm. You see your man's out, cheating on his girl. Mm-hmm. Are you telling her? Nah. Oh wait. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And it's no question. But look, look, it's so, fucked I, up. so my thing is <laughs> because that's my guy. But I'm I'm gonna hold him accountable, right? So. One thing that I've kind of learned is, like, we as black men, we got to hold each other accountable. Exactly. So, it's not so much that I would go running to her, but I'm going to confront him, like, bro, that's fucked up, bro. You got a good shorty. Like, she's good to you. Like, y'all got a good situation. 
you're bugging. Like, yeah. you feel me? I can't just let him just slide and he just keep doing what he's doing at this age and, you know, what I know now. So I would definitely, you know, approach him directly and confront him rather than her. True. That's crazy, though. Yeah, bro. That is That's nice. crazy. I can't imagine being put in a situation like that. That's a rough one. That sucks, bro. Because yeah. now, it's pretty much beef with her. Every time you see her around, you feel me? Like, it's, it's beef. But it would be. It had to. It had to be that. I just, you know, it's just guys were put in a rough position. We are. Women will say the same thing, though. though. Women will say the same thing, though. Oh, it, you want you want an Instagram live story with the with shorty you was cheating with? Yeah, absolutely. I got this nigga in this hotel. I gotta really stop saying the word nigga too, bro. It's all right. We working on it. I gotta take it out of my vocabulary. We gotta stop cursing in general. I gotta stop cursing in general. Bro, I was talking to Kiara about this. Shout out to. Kiara. Shout out to you, Kiara. That's my heart. She was asked, like, we was talking about, like, in the future having kids and shit of cursing around our kids. And I'm like, bro, like, I I curse. It's in my vocabulary. Like, it's something I'm working on. But it's not like we don't have the on and off switch. Because if my girl, not my girl, my grandma. If my grandma said, oh, if my Judy's here, I'm It's nothing. It's easy. Clean as a whistle. But the second I step out that door, I'm all type of shits, fucks. And all that. My thing, like, why is cursing even bad in the first place? Because that's that's what they tell us. That's what they tell us. They told us to the point to where you say it, it feels bad. Right. Some some societal rule that someone came up with. But my thing is, like, the question came up if you would curse around your kids. And at what age would you you start cursing around your kids? And that's a great question because it's not so true. My aunt didn't, my aunt doesn't curse. So I wouldn't really raise in, like, a cursing environment. If anything, I learned that shit from school. Like, shout out to Ridge Avenue. Um, it's where a lot of real people were made. I but didn't go there. My thing is, I don't know, bro. Like, I think you just gotta train them around. Right like, don't say this here, but you can say it here. The same way we learned. You gotta be that hands-on, hands-off approach. I feel like to it. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure we'll learn. Like, we as don't time got kids goes yet. on. Yeah, we don't, we don't got kids yet. But I feel like we'll, we'll, we'll do a pretty solid job at it. You know, I think so. I feel like we would. It don't come with a manual. You just gotta it don't. You don't because one day we may be picking our kids up from a Walmart because we decided to steal some shit. Damn, bro. Can you imagine like the dumb shit your kids? Miles, that's the wrong remote. Can you imagine the dumb shit that your kids I can. decide to do? I can, bro. For bro, you ain't got to tell me because you know me. I've been all over the place. I feel all like types your, of trouble. Your dad is so cool with shit, bro. Yeah. But you know, but it's 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 they, I know I'm wrong. Like yeah. I know I'm wrong. Yeah. It's one thing to have a kid that doesn't know he's wrong. That's when you really. Like, that's when the. That's when it's like, all right, come on, because you have to actually like, teach them. You know. Now you wrong. know you know you're wrong. You yeah. fucking know you're wrong. So, the Walmart thing, you know, it's good that we can you know go through that and look back on it. <clears throat> I'm glad you don't feel any sort of way towards me, or yeah. snitching because I've been. I you know what, and I've been. Put in those situations. I heard where I could have snitched. Sure, on a previous episode, you where I could have snitched, experience. and I didn't. I could. I've been in plenty of situations where I could, I've been snitched on. My karma came back to me, brother. It did. It came back. It, it came did. back to me in a Ten very bad. And this is. A, <laughs> and you know what? It's a, it's gonna be another story for another day because that's I'm, that's gonna be a really good episode because I'm gonna try to get my boy up here, but it. I, I'm no fuck that. I'm still fucking mad. <laughs> okay, I'm still fucking mad. But like I said, it's a story for another day. But my karma came back tenfold. 
It'll it's gonna hit you eventually. You it out, it's gonna come back. It's gonna hit you eventually. But it's glad that we could talk about that. Glad we can move forward. <clears throat> we're kicking an hour now, so we're gonna we're gonna do the new. Um, I'm pretty twisted at this point. Are you? I'm feeling great. You know, I'm not like terrible. It's the mimosas. That's what it is. The mimosas. I'm not much as of a drinker as I am a smoker. But we're gonna um we're gonna get to questions for a session. Questions for the session. Questions this is like for a new session. segment. This is gonna be the new this segment cool. where I'm gonna answer a few questions, and I got a few in. I got a few in that we can answer real quick. I'm not gonna go too in depth on it, but let me see if I could find one. Oh, I gotta ask one here. Probably should have wrote these down. But here we go. All right, here's the first question. <clears throat> and sending your questions, you could DM, email, uh, you know. Twitter, whatever, Instagram, find me, DM me a question. It's totally anonymous. Um, we got a few this week. I expect to get some more. If we get too many, what I'll do is I'll start answering them on on uh, the Twitter timeline or whatever. Mm-hmm. And again, everyone stays anonymous. <clears throat> All right. So this question was, uh, what's something you felt that was essential to your growth that led to you to the path that you are you are on today? Something I feel was essential to. And you can answer this as well. Mm-hmm. Your growth that led you to the path that you are on today. So what led me to this path? And what was essential to it? Uh, I feel like I moved, I'm moving away towards life that it's all about your happiness at the end of the day. Sure. It's what you want to do. I've been in plenty of positions where I've been doing shit that I didn't want to do. You know, both of us, bro. Both like, of us, for we real. both had that of being in positions where, especially like if it's college or you had to pick up like little part time jobs or whatever. Like just being in a position where you know that you do not want to stay exactly. here, but you got to do what you got to do in the meantime. Exactly. And you and I and what I did was is I pretty much soaked up those moments, and you pretty much you 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 cut your life down into shit that's gonna make you happy. And shit that's not gonna make you happy. Mm-hmm. On top of the fact that you realize you only got so long to live, for Indeed. real. Um, <clears throat> this shit can tomorrow. So like, what are we gonna do now? Uh, you know, to make you happy. So you're gonna, I'm gonna chase something that makes me happy. And that's that was one of the things that was essential to my growth. Like in school, I was studying shit for a job. Mm-hmm. You know, once I realized that that shit wasn't fun and sitting in a class, which is another thing that could be essential to your growth. You switch over. I switch over to something, studying something that made me happier. That you just found more interesting. Exactly. And I made school a lot more easier. And you learn from shit. Like, everything that I'm doing here, as you know, like, I learned Mm -hmm. at school. And and it's kind of like a snowball effect. And it rolls forward, and you kind of just find this path that you want to take. So I feel like what was essential to me is pretty much knowing what I wanted to do and what I don't want to do. And one thing I don't want to do is, you know, waste your life, you know, pretty much, you know, Working, going nine to five, and doing everything that's not you know for you, doing everything for everyone else, bro. So I think that's what that's 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 a good answer for the question for me at this point, because I'm still learning. You know, the goal is not to be who you are in a year from now, a month from now, five minutes from now, still evolving. So that's probably that's a deep question, a simple but deep question, but that's the best thing that I could really answer it. I don't know if you had anything different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I definitely agree with that. Like as you know, like. We both have had our struggles, like, in the past, like, whether it be uh, financially, mentally, you know, spiritually, like, whatever. 
I think all your experiences shape you to who you are and to to what you find like your true passion in. Um, at least mine did. You know, so I can speak for myself, like in my financial situation, if it wasn't the best, um, you know, not that, that I went through like the worst financial situation in the world, but of course you broke college student and you see that you know, there's you don't want to be in this position forever. You know, you see the bottom. You know what it is to struggle. You know what it is to be broke and in school. And, you know, you want more for yourself and for your family. So I feel like for that was really big for me. And kind of like, what I think for like for me, when I went to college and like I was kind of like on my own, so to speak, I was kind of really able to kind of see the world for like what it was and seeing where I fit and where I wanted to be, you know, for, for myself, like I said, That's for my fact. family. So that that was my biggest thing that had me kind of on the path of uh what i'm doing today like even though i'm you know i'm still working a nine to five but i'm working on my own business um and what my business is is investing in real estate to become financially free and to you know achieve financial freedom for myself but to also you know empower my community so you know my path has directly impacted you know what i want what exactly. i want to do and what i'm on the path toward exactly Exactly. Hold on. Let me go up. <clears throat> All right. So, uh, second question with question for the session. Question for the session. Damn. You see, after a while, you see how hard this is. It's a get. little tongue twister. It, it is. It is a tongue twister. And I, you uh, when I did the hashtag, I was like, damn, it's kind of long to type out. Session. This might take what out is the question questions for the session. For the session. That's taking up. It's half catchy. The, I mean, it's, it is, but it's it's taking up half the Twitter characters. If you really get down to it. <laughs> well, whatever. We'll figure it out. All right, so second question of the day is going to be, and I'll read it just word for word. He said, hey, yo, I have a question for the pod. He said, my bad if you've already addressed this, but what's your thoughts on the carts at this point? And carts are the oil pens. Okay. He said, I obviously prefer real flour, but sometimes when it's the only convenient thing that's convenient at the moment i'll still hit the hit the pen i'm obviously super watchful about it but i'm using about what i'm using and that it's not some fake shit but some people are saying the risk is there no matter what what do you think about it all right so i personally i have stopped but i think as long as you're aware Mm -hmm. of what you're doing i think that's the whole idea of it is just to be aware because i don't even think it's just like a cart thing Okay. Um, because vaping has been there too, but the whole thing with the carts, um, and I'm going to explain this for Travis cause maybe not as informed I was gonna ask is you. that a lot of people have been selling these carts and a lot of people get them from actual dealers that may be counterfeit. So it could be weed. Like it is weed. Um, the carts can definitely get you high, but there's a bunch of preservatives that could be put in, in it, it that aren't being screened. Okay. Through like somewhere um, that has like a verified like dealer, All right, and example. that's how people are like, and it's dying it, and shit, right? Yeah, yeah. It's been like fourteen people dying, so it's not like a crazy thing. I just think it's one of those enough. things. That's sad. It is. No, it's sad. It's one hundred percent sad. I feel like in the position we're in, you know, being in the state that isn't really legal, mm-hmm. is that we don't really have much of a choice, right? And I get it. Okay, and I get it. And we just no one to like exactly. regulate it. Exactly. So there's no regulation in it. And what he's saying is very true. It's very convenient. There's no smell. Um, easy to, you know, take around with you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I agree. I just have it myself because I myself have felt like some of the symptoms, like the, what they talked about, like really chest pains, 100%. Like Damn. to the point where it's just like, and I, and I wasn't habitual with it. Like I would take breaks, but like sometimes I would definitely feel 
Like, yeah, what like the fuck is that? Like, to the point where I went to the doctor one time, mm-hmm. um, thinking I thought it was like a lifting thing. Like, like I would get like a pain like right pain in the middle chest. of my chest. Damn, bro. And he said it was cool. Like I was fine. It was great. But like I felt that like nausea, like just randomly feeling nauseous. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, definitely felt that as well. So <clears throat> my whole thing is like. There's a risk with everything. I mean, there's risk with real flour, real weed. I mean, like, there's an off chance, like, it's not going to happen. And you've told me before, like, you've seen. Yeah, so, and Go so, ahead. so I had um, a mentor of mine um, back in the day. He had a real wild past. So even though, you know, he's a good guy now, but back in the day, he used to sell weed. So he told me that he used to cut his weed with Raid, Raid. which is the ant, ant like, insect killer. Oh my and it was God. to the point where people would come back. To him, like, yo, your shit is so good. And he, he, I remember him saying this to me, and I, like, that really had me messed up in my head, because he was on some shit like, yeah, because you don't know what you're smoking. So I'm just like, wow, he really don't know what you're smoking. When it's weed coming from, you know, unverified sources, and you may trust the person you got it from, but you don't know who they got it from. You don't know how many hands this weed is going through before it finally gets to you. I really don't think people understand what drug trafficking is. Yeah. How this shit works yeah. its way from like you know in some cases California and like mm-hmm. Mexico all the all way up the, here all yeah. the way up the border or all the way up the coast. So my whole thing with it is just like I'm not gonna say like shy away from it or I'm just gonna tell you make your own choice. You know I'm not gonna sure. tell you whether to do drugs or not or do not, drugs. Yeah. I'm just saying be aware Perceive of what can happen. And the best thing you could do is be informed. You know, yeah. so if you start seeing shit. You may do it. I also had a, a lot of bad luck with carts because they simply just fucking break sometimes and you just lose oil and shit like that. So it's very annoying sometimes. But, you know, I prefer real flour. And hopefully one day when we do have dispensaries, we can go back to that because it is really convenient. Um, I'm not going to say why, you know, mm-hmm. but it is real convenient. <clears throat> and the best thing you could do at this point is just be aware because, like you said, you don't know where the shit's coming from. Yeah, like, you, you know where it's coming. You know where it's coming from. You know your person. Yeah, but, but you don't it, know who had it. And that not may be your person's intent. Yeah, exactly. Because they don't know. To do part. anything. And you see this shit a lot in the opioid game with people getting fucking that's pills with fentanyl. Nasty game, and shit. bro. It's a nasty game. It's one I shy away from, but it's a perfect fucking. It's a perfect example. And this <laughs> is a perfect example. It's not funny, but the Dave Chappelle bit on <laughs> opioids. <laughs> Hilarious, yo. Shout out to Dave That's just a real problem. It is. <laughs> this is a real problem. It's a real problem. Which is why they need to take all their attention off of a fucking flower that's pretty much harmless. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess at the end of the day, what I'm what I'm saying with the Picards is, you know, just be informed, do what you want. And then as far as what motivated me is just to pretty much, you know, you want to be success, successful and any if anything's going to motivate you, it's going to be something you don't want to do. So that's automatically going to elevate you, in my opinion. But, yeah. You know, it's been an hour and ten um, I told Travis this shit can go on for very long. It's easy. Um, but we're going to have to end it off. Dougie, you know? I appreciate you, bro. Thank you for your platform, bro. I, you know, hope and pray that this continues to, you know, be fruitful and, like, you just continue to expand upon it. Like, I know it's your thing that you do in your spare time, but I really think this is dope. What you're doing is dope. You know, you're teaching people that weed isn't a monster. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's something you can do in your, in your free time. So, Thank you for having me on, bro. I definitely hope to be on again soon. Oh, he's definitely going to be on. I'm definitely going to be on again. And we're going to be back soon. You know, it might not be a guest every week, but, you know, I'm going to try to get some good content out here, tell some good stories, and have you all hear from some of my peoples. So, Thanks. thank you, Travis. Thank you, Miles, in the back. Real quick, I'm not, I'm not on Instagram all the time. Not posting a lot. 
but oh yeah, yeah my bad, my bad, my bad. You ain't let me get there. Oh, me get oh, I'm there. sorry. I ain't ended off too far. Dri- I'm let fly the plane, bro. I'm sorry. I'm I'm in here overstepping. We're not boundaries. driving boats over here. We fly I said fly the plane. Fly the plane, bro. We flying plane. I like it. But yeah, Travis, plug your shit. All right, so follow me on Instagram or Twitter t underscore Williams eighteen. It'll be in the title. Um, follow me as I go on this real estate journey. I'm about to start eventually start putting content out about that. Um, yeah, man. Thank you for having me. Still be back. It's been real. You know what it is. It's a session with your podcast.